Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law, folks. Um, this is your host, Stu Jenkins, and I'm here with uh, Karen Veely, who is the investigative reporter for calcosnews.com, the uh, most widely read internet newspaper in San Luis Obispo County that has never published a print edition. Um, you, you had, uh, Karen, you had another big story, and this is one in a series uh, concerning county developer Ryan Wright. And in previous stories, uh, you've reported that the uh, federal attorney's office in Los Angeles has indicted him for uh, charges of bribing County Supervisor Hill. Um, and uh, there was a speaking indictment, and it was pretty caustic and uh, about his activities. And in fact, there were a number of other public officials who show up by description in that indictment, and then a superseding indictment for uh, similar kinds of um, real estate fraud. Uh, I don't think there was bribery, but there was real estate fraud in Texas, of all places, uh, charged against Mr. Wright. And uh, I guess he was trying to get out of out of jail. Uh, on January 8th, you published a story about what happened when he uh, actually went to hearing. So tell us about that. And this is kind of exciting uh, for a, um, uh, uh, reporter. <laughs> Ryan Wright, he used to be Ryan Pettit. He was a partner with John Belcher. And there was a point where they had over $300 million worth of projects, in, mostly in San Luis Obispo, some in Templeton, some even up in um, Santa Barbara, or down in Santa Barbara County. They were very, very prolific, very tied to Adam Hill. And Cal Coast News uncovered through going through documents what appeared to be evidence of bribery to Adam Hill. We wrote a number of stories back in 2015 the feds opened an investigation, and they indicted um, Ryan on the bribery charge. But it was a it was a sealed indictment. They did not arrest him when they indicted him. It would be more than a month later. He was indicted on October fifth. That he was actually arrested because they thought he was going to flee the country. They are holding him without bail because they thought he was going to flee. And it could be a danger to others in the community and might be trying to influence witnesses. So he has repeatedly attempted to get out of jail. And, and these things that he was allegedly doing were all reflected in uh, affidavits from uh, deputy uh, federal attorneys in the court case. Is, is that uh, where you got that? Yes, and, it, and it's absolutely the indictments are stunning. It's, you'll have a text message from Adam Hill demanding money. See what I did for you. I need another 10000 And they're going, yes, you're the guy. You're the guy. We're going to pay you for that. We really need you to do this. There were dozens and dozens of texts with Adam receiving almost, just on the, the things they could verify here, almost um, $100,000. But the issue was what I found years ago when I was looking at this I'd had a dumpster I, diver go through the trash and bring me. I said, I want every post-it note. Now, there's note. a job for you. I want every document. <laughs> I want every post-it note. I said, if they write on a box of cereal, I want that box of cereal. I want anything, any document, and any writing. 
So I have all this trash, and I'm going through it, and I see these notes. Get Adam Hill to do this. Get Adam Hill to do that. And I'm thinking, that doesn't make sense. It can't be the same Adam Hill. And then I unfold this post-it, crumpled up post-it note, and it said, transfer San Luis Consulting into Adam Hill's name. So I go over to the Secretary of State, pull it up, and it was transferred to our supervisor at um, the government building. And then Adam claimed on his 700 form that he was getting money from the San Luis Consulting, but he then later... For our listeners, uh, every government official, uh, even very minor ones, have to file a 700 form every year to say where they're getting their money from so that the public can see if there are connections between them and folks they're voting projects for. Yeah, and at the time, Adam said, oh, she's um, being ridiculous. I'm doing copy editing for a book company. It was, um, and, you know, they at that time, there was a lot of uh, trying to damage my reputation to get away with it, you know, so people would not believe the stories. But well, now... On, on, on this, you know, Mr. Wright is in federal jail, federal prison. He's now in federal prison trying uh, to get out and not being very successful. Well, what happened when he tried to get out? Well, the first time, he used um, one of the guys that he said was going to help pay his bail um, is a guy out of uh, Royal Grande who has an office in Pismo Beach. The feds claimed he helped him commit bank fraud. And then another one, <laughs> they, the, the feds kept going after the people that they were trying to get to help him. But then they also, this last time he tried to get out, in in the court records it shows his conversations he had people call him on the phone he's in prison he's in prison you can't have private conversations in prison they know what you're saying so he's telling people well look at your text did you get the text well there's, how would he how would he do that are prisoners allowed to have cell phones to text with no and there's actually a document in the file that says that um a prison staff believes that he's either using a, a an illegal phone in jail to use this app to text people, or he's finding a way when he's doing emails to get on this app and text and have private conversations. And part of this is talking about money and wanting people to talk to his. Um, he has he's a beneficiary. Well, in this article, trust. there's there's uh, line after line of text messages that he's exchanged with some of these people. Uh, and is that the part of the reason that uh, the court denied his uh, bail? And these weren't text messages. This is transcriptions of his phone calls. And yes, yes, I do believe this was part of the reason he did not get bail because it's clear that he's discussing things regarding money and with an attorney in Los Osos, and he's a beneficiary on a trust, which he's not letting the feds know how much money is in there. And one of his victims claims he, he said he could get a quarter of a million out of that trust account. Okay. Well, folks, I think you're going to want to go to Calcos News and read the full article because uh, it's got a lot more detail. And uh, the series of articles has a whole lot more detail. Thank you for coming in, Ms. Veely. Thank you for having me on the show. I, I hope you'll come again. I will. All right. Bye-bye now. 
Thanks for staying tuned, folks. In the next hour, you're going to want to hear something really fun. We're going to have Heather and Jennifer here from Moms for Nuclear, and they're going to be talking about Diablo Canyon and nuclear power. Jennifer is a nuclear physicist at Cal Poly, and Heather works out at Diablo Canyon. But she's not speaking on behalf of PG&E. They're speaking on behalf of nuclear power and moms for nuclear. And I want to tell you, they are exciting guests. So stay tuned right after the news. For more information on Slow County Public Policy and the law, visit our website, knews985.com. 